Hey, history fans, here's a rerun for today, brought to you by Tracy V. Wilson. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's December 31st. Theodosia Burr Alston disappeared on this day in 1812. Of course, she was the daughter of Aaron Burr and Theodosia Bartow. When they met, the elder Theodosia was already married. Theodosia and Aaron Burr got married in 1782 after the death of her first husband. And they had a daughter, the subject of this episode, on June 21st, 1783. The young Theodosia had very ambitious parents, Her parents focused their ambitions on her. This is especially true of her father. He wanted to groom her to be an outstanding lady. Consequently, she was very highly educated, possibly the most educated woman of her time, and she was widely regarded as a child prodigy. When she was only 10, though, the young Theodosia's mother died. It was probably of stomach cancer. And in spite of her very young age, Theodosia started taking on more and more of the work that had been her mother's. She was managing their household and the enslaved staff. She was acting as hostess for her father's gatherings. She really was the mistress of their house by her early teens. In 1800, two things happened that would really change her life. One was that there was an incredibly convoluted presidential election, and Theodosia's father, Aaron Burr, ultimately became the vice president. The other big change was that she met a man named Joseph Alston of South Carolina. He was a wealthy, educated planter, and he had practiced law before turning his attentions to agriculture. He had a rice plantation that had more than 6,000 acres and a staff of more than 200 enslaved Africans. He had to work really hard to convince her to marry him, though. She was attracted to him, but she thought they were way too young to get married. Once they did get married, though, they went on a lengthy bridal tour, and then they had a son around May 22nd of 1802. During the delivery, Theodosia experienced a very severe uterine prolapse, and that negatively affected her health for the rest of her life. She was exhausted and traumatized after giving birth to her son, and in a lot of ways, she felt incredibly isolated in South Carolina. Being on a plantation with such a huge enslaved staff was a very different experience for her than what she had been used to in her father's houses. So just three weeks after giving birth, even though she was definitely still recovering, she went to visit her father, and these visits back home became an annual tradition. Then on July 11th, 1804, when Theodosia was 21, her father shot and killed Alexander Hamilton in a duel. He was arrested for treason, tried and acquitted, but he fled to Europe to try to escape the scandal. Theodosia had kept trying to get permission for her father to come back to the United States, but that didn't happen until 1812. And then unfortunately, they did not have a happy reunion Her son, who was also named Aaron, died just a couple of months after Aaron Burr got back to the United States. She was absolutely traumatized and devastated, and her only consolation was getting home to her father. But the War of 1812 was going on. Theodosia's husband had been elected governor of South Carolina and was brigadier general of the state militia, so there was no way that he could leave his duties and accompany her on a trip to go see her father, An overland voyage would have been 
probably safer in some ways, but very long and uncomfortable, especially for somebody with her medical history. The only way that was reasonable for her to get to her father was by sea. That was a trip that would take less than a week, but it was an already uncertain means of travel through an active war zone that was also full of pirates. In spite of all that, she was set on going. Her husband didn't have the heart to try to keep her at home, and she departed from Georgetown, South Carolina, aboard a small pilot boat called the Patriot on December 31st, 1812. She also had a lot of her father's papers with her to return to him, and Dr. Timothy Ruggles Green on board with her to take care of her because of her illness. She probably had a maid and maybe a cook with her as well. Her husband boarded the ship with her and then rowed back to shore after kissing her goodbye, and then once the Patriot slipped out of view from the shore, it was never seen again. Her father and her husband held out hope for weeks that maybe she had just been delayed somehow, but they were never reunited. They eventually accepted that she had died. There are, though, theories that continue to persist about what really happened. You can learn more about this, including more about those theories, in the October 18th, 2017 episode of Stuff You Miss in History Class. Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History Class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for the birth of one of history's most famous patrons. Patrons. 